Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome into our daily spiritual practice of tarot. So glad you're joining me today, the day after the full moon. And I don't know about anyone else if you're feeling the same way today, but I woke up with a massive headache. (laughs) And, you know, it's so easy to want to blame that on the full moon and not the fact that I probably didn't drink enough water yesterday. And it was extremely humid here. Um, And it was a busy, busy day. So, um, you know, we'll just blame it on the full moon. It, It couldn't have possibly been my own decisions. (laughs) Um, By the way, that's kind of a theme in the cards today. Um, But the exciting news is that um, me and my partner found a place to live. Yay! We've been just staying with family since I moved to uh, the east coast of Canada. And so we have been being told it's extremely hard to, you know, rent an apartment or rent a place. And we finally kind of took the plunge and I phoned someone and two weeks later, they phoned back and had a place for us. And we went and looked at it and secured it. And um, we have a nice spacious move in time. We're not moving until September. So everything worked out. It hits all of our wants and needs and we're so happy. So um, reminder that um, if you don't stress out, you know, if you let things happen in the right time, um, you know, things just drop in your lap. And we're really excited because it's one of the nicer places here. And yeah, yeah, we kind of people who live here are a bit surprised. The rental market right now is extremely competitive. So um, that is my news that I'm celebrating alongside of my my massive headache this morning. Um, just a little life update, you know. All right. So let's talk about these cards today. Um, coming off this full moon in Capricorn, where we're talking about kind of finding who we are within our cultures and within our society, within our groups, and understanding that, you know, we, we deserve to have that unique voice, that Capricorn of, of being able to stand out um, in some way, and, and be who you are, and be the you that makes sense to you. Um, today, though, we're kind of moving into an energy of dealing with any sort of pain. And we don't necessarily talk about pain, the actual theme of pain a lot on the podcast, but we're going to get into it today. uh, Because it's very intrinsically, obviously in the cards. And what's interesting today is it's, it's about the way we express our pain. And it's about the way we transform or translate our pain from inside of us to outside of us. And 
kind of the pitfalls there. Because today we're really needing to acknowledge the ways we have been doing that. Um, and might even get caught in it today. And so today is going to be a good day to be aware and acknowledge uh, any behavior that we end up in where we are externalizing um, our pain out and onto other people. So our cards today, with that said, um, are both in the swords suit. So both cards are sword cards and swords are really about our mind. They're really about living in our head and our logic, our belief system, our thoughts, and our communication, our words, right? It's everything from the throat up in terms of the body. It's how we say things. It's how we think things. And so right off the bat, we know it, we're just going to be very heady today, um, which I find is, you know, when my head and when our heads are speaking loudly or they're trying to grapple with any kind of pain or discomfort um, that's happening, especially relationally, then it can be so easy to jump into old codependent patterns, old ways of externalizing our pain, uh, putting our pain onto others today in some way, really hurting our relationships and the people in them today. Um, because it, it's just rolling around inside of us, right? And we just want it gone. And one of the best ways we have found to do it, and it's not best relationally, but we as humans have learned that things like aggression, passive aggression, manipulation, uh, blame, arguments, you know, defensiveness, all of that sort of language and all of that sort of communication gets it up and out of us, although in a very like unhealthy way, right? It It's detrimental to our relationship. So even though we're getting it out, it it takes a toll, right? It takes a toll on our relationship to do so. And the reason I'm talking too is we have some cards around internal to external pain. And so we have the three of swords in our self-abandon and we have the five of swords in our self-returning. And so the three of swords is a card with a heart and three swords in it in the midst of a storm. Um, and it really signifies that external ex experience of pain, even just those everyday pains, right? This doesn't have to be something uh, dramatic, traumatic, some huge event, although that might be something happening in your life. But this is even just those day-to-day -day pains, those day-to-day -day things that hurt us, that bring discomfort, that weigh on our heart a little bit. 
And what happens in the Three of Swords is the swords come down and pierce the heart. And that just means that so much of our pain is because of our mind. Now, it's not to deny that we are experiencing real pain, uh, whatever way that looks like, real hurt, um, real discomfort, real grief. But what happens with this is that our mind is making the pain, the hurt, more pronounced. It it's not helping it, it's hindering it. And so it is like having pain and then having thoughts that actually exaggerate the pain, that make the pain worse. We are adding meaning and we are adding stories and we are adding these really, um, I'm hearing the word blame, these blame thoughts whether we're blaming ourselves or we're blaming others, these thoughts are adding to the pain and hurt. And so now it's not even just that there is pain and hurt. It's the thoughts that are with it. And we are juggling these thoughts around these three swords. And it, it's just causing us more pain. And so what happens is then we start to um, transfer our pain from a feeling and an emotion and a felt sensation into thoughts and beliefs. Because for a lot of us, it's safer to be in our head than it is to feel pain, discomfort, hurt in our body and in our sensations and in our emotional landscape. And so today we might find ourselves abandoning ourselves by starting that cycle and that pattern of taking the pain and instead of sitting with it in the body, sitting with the sensations and naming them, writing out the emotions in a journal, processing through in an emotional way, such as crying, right? How the emotions would usually come out of the body. And instead, we transfer it up to the head and we go, head, can you deal with this? Because I don't want to feel it, you know, on an emotional level, on a body level. And so then we start thinking about the pain and we start thinking about the hurt. And in that, we begin to start finding blame, whether we internalize that on ourselves, whether we're blaming our partners or the people we're dating or the people in our life for their behavior. You know, we start blaming that other people caused this in us in some way. And we start thinking about how the problem came to be and why the problem came to be and what we should do do about it. And there's all of these thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. And the root of the thought is pain and hurt. And so none of those thoughts are usually going to be the kind of thoughts that are going to help us process that out externally 
in a way that is productive, in a way that doesn't disconnect us from people, um, and in a way that really just honors what we truly feel. Um, it, it's probably going to honor the anger and discomfort of having pain in the first place, right? And I want to say that again for people is that when we externalize, you know, and what happens is we, we take that anger. We, we, if you're anything like me in the three of swords, there's an anger that we even have to feel pain and hurt. You know, the, the story we have is I didn't deserve this. I shouldn't have to feel this way. Um, and all of these things. And so alongside any kind of grief or sadness or hurt, we start to get angry. We start to get frustrated. We start to get annoyed. Now, in one way, that's sometimes that's okay. You know, our anger will point to what matters to us. And if someone has done or said something or life has done or said something to us that has hurt us, our anger is just pointing towards um, the fact that that did hurt. You know, that that's not something we want all the time. And that's okay. Sometimes we have that choice. Sometimes it's things out of our control. But I think with today's Five of Swords next to this, what's really happening is that anger, all of that anger today wants to come out. So the self-abandonment is really about getting ourselves into the cycle where we're going to express it out in a way that pushes people away in a way that causes fights, arguments, uh, in a way where communication breaks down. And so it's not the, the self abandonment is not that we have pain and hurt. The self abandonment is that we get into our head about it instead of getting into our body about it. And the only thing our brain will do after we are in our head with our pain, telling our pain stories, so much of the time, the mind will then eventually lash out. You know, because the mind is really the thing that can drive our voice if we're not careful. If we're not careful, all the things that come out of our mouth are so driven by the thoughts that we have and the meaning that we're making out of things, the meaning we're making out of different emotions. And so many of us have a hard time filtering the thoughts between what is our essence, what is so deeply true to us, what is our body telling us to say. Instead, our mind is often the one that jumps to conclusion and jumps to old patterns. You know, our body can too. But our mind is is such a big culprit for it, of, of kind of making things worse, right? Because of the stories it's deciding to tell and the way it's deciding to express itself. 
And so today with this five of swords as a way to return, you know, it feels really sticky because the true message of the five of swords is someone who will say anything and feels like they deserve to say it and that other people have to listen to their pain or you know sometimes this card is about manipulation but really it's about somebody who lashes out and will say and do anything to satisfy their mind to satisfy those stories and that mental story that they have and when they do, they lash out and cause others pain and we get a sadistic pleasure out of it. You know, because our mind wants to make the equation, if I'm in pain, then you should have to be in pain. Especially if we believe the other person caused it. We want that pain transferred back to that person or to other people. And in that, though, we, we create a dynamic where we disconnect and we push people away and we separate from people. And while our mind is like, yay, right? Our mind is like, yes, I got to say the things I wanted to say. And, you know, I got to express this anger or I got to, to push this hurt out into the world. You know, our heart and the other parts of us and our relationships suffer because our mind wants to be satisfied in blaming others. Now you might be saying, how is this returning to us? Because this is our returning card. And I think that this can go one of two ways today. One of two ways. So the first way that we can return to ourselves with this energy is that some of us actually do need to embody this energy. That there are things that need to be said to others and we don't want to say them. We don't want to say them because it will disconnect us. But today is the day to do filter, do use your discernment to decide what you need to say and express to someone but do it say the thing and and know that yes there will be conflict yes there will be moments of separation yes there may be moments where people walk away and take space or even separation but that this pain can no longer be internalized and it needs to come up and out so that is the message for some people. For other people, if you are someone who is often passive aggressive, often lets your thoughts out in a way that separates you, that drives a wedge between you and your person or your relationships, you know, you put your foot in your mouth, you're externalizing your pain, you're often verbalizing your pain to people. And in that finding a lot of separation from them, finding that it comes across as blame, 
as um, anger, as manipulation to get what you want in the situation. I mean, in the heat of the moment, we say things. I'll admit it. In the heat of the moment, I will say anything to get my way, especially if I'm in a heightened um, experience, right? If I'm hurt, if I'm angry, and I just want a certain reaction from my partner, I mean, I, luckily not as much anymore. I would say very rarely now. But back in my 20s, that's almost all I did. Like I just kept at someone until I got the reaction I was looking for, or it was just a huge bust out fight. And so if you're someone like me, where this is our pattern, where we actually externalize the pain instead of feel it, then our job today with this Five of Swords is to acknowledge that, to see the pattern and to unhook, to let ourselves feel the hurt in our body, to process through our body and our emotional landscape and not process out onto other people. I still do this sometimes, especially in the heat of a moment. And it separates us. And so we have to start admitting when our thoughts and the blame and the anger and the hurt become an old pattern we don't want to have anymore. Do we want to sit around and blame other people and make them feel bad and make them feel sorry in order to process through our pain that we feel. And I think today the answer is let's acknowledge it. Let's become aware of it so we can start breaking the pattern. You might find you have a moment of this today. And then it's that moment afterwards or an hour later or tonight where you're like, oh, I did that. And we're going to have to verbalize that. We're going to have to tell the person we did that to, that we did it. And that really we just felt hurt and we didn't process that out well. And these are the kind of conversations that then um, are conflicting, which is five energy, they're conflicting, but they bring us back together and they bring us forward into the six of swords, which is being able to move forward through grief with the help of others. It's instead of lashing out at others for some of us, when we actually acknowledge and become aware of this and tell people we start being pulled forward by these people. We start taking a journey with these people where we can actually start processing our pain mentally in a more healthy way. We can start moving forward. We can start moving on and we can start letting go. And these things happen all day, every day, right? These little pains, these little hurts. Um, now, of course, there's a chance that this might be someone else in your situation. I really think it's us because I always set the intention that this is us and that this is our part of the relational landscape, not anybody else's. 
but you might, some of you might have internalized pain and someone external to you is in this behavior. They're blaming you. They're saying anything they can do to get their way. And if you feel like walking away from them, you feel like separating from them. And so today that's a self returning decision, you know, to not be in that person's vicinity today is a really good choice. And if that's your partner, someone you live with, that might be hard, but we can move to different rooms. We can get ourselves out of the house. Um, we can even just mentally not be there, right? We cannot join them in this, in this pattern. You know, don't react the way you usually react. Stay really calm, even if you're raging. And do not get into this fight with them. Okay? Do what you need to do <laughs> to separate and not join them in this. That's the big message. If it's somebody else coming to you and they're in their pattern around this, and again, that that happens. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> so just do not join them. Do not join them because the moment you say something, anything, that is what then adds to how they fight with you. And if you're someone like me, who has been known to do this, be passive aggressive, be angry, blame, uh, just talk, talk, talk at people until I get my way then know that the best reaction someone can have to you is to not say anything. And that's frustrating because we want something said so we can add it to what we're saying. And so just notice if you're in reactionary mode and you're pushing this pain out verbally in different ways and the person around you is silent or they take space or they walk away, or they don't say anything, and that pisses you off, just know that that's a good thing. It pisses you off because they're not joining you in the pattern. They're not joining you in this kind of cycle. You want that. It will piss you off in the moment because you're heated, but you want a partner who will not join you when you are forcing your hurt and pain out into the world. You want someone who wants you to come to them after you've sat and cried, or maybe go to them and sit and cry instead of all this verbalizing, right? You want that. You want the person that wants to be with you because you're processing through things. You're not forcing them out onto other people. Okay. And then obviously the same, if somebody else is, is the person, then know that if you don't join them, they will be frustrated. They will be angry. They want someone to join them in this when they're in that reactive mode. You know, when our head is clear, of course we don't. But when we are in react mode, we we really want someone to join us in the pattern and in the cycle. And when they don't, we're really frustrated, we're really angry. And we can sometimes lash out more. 
Um, so just stand your ground on that and do what you need to do to walk away and come back when they're calmer. And uh, we'll go from there today. So that's what I have for you. We'll see how this plays out today. Um, if you don't have a partner, I mean, this can happen. Th this can just happen alone. I mean, I have lashed out when no one's in the room, right? You think of someone who, you know, yells something. If you've ever yelled something when you're alone, like, screw this. You know, you're getting angry you're lashing out this is this is the energy so if there's nobody around you it may still come out and we just want to be aware right and we just want to start feeling our way through instead of you know reacting and lashing out although some of us some of us actually need to learn to verbalize it more than we have been so um, I trust that you'd know which one you are <laughs> I trust. All right. That's what I've got for you today. Um, hang in there today. And I care about you. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.